This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Games cast. Only one smoke machine. We had two this morning. What it happened? Go back and forth because we had one yesterday, right? Yeah, man. What's happening? I don't know what's going on out here. You're up, little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Having a tough time. Of course, I am Tim Geddes. Uh, today, I am joined by the new face of video games, Blessing at AOEA Jr. Good afternoon, Tim. Of course, we are reviewing a fighting game today. We're talking about Tekken 8. So we have to go back to our very good friend, Mitchell Saltzman from IGN. And What's up, everyone? What up? Rounding out the group today for the first time on Kind of Funny, correct? Yes? Yep, absolutely. Chris Scolian from VGC. We've been fans of him forever. We talk about him all the time on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Welcome to the show, Chris. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. I love Kind of Funny, so I'm delighted to be making my debut. Yeah, you're one of the names that I mention the most on Kind of Funny Games Daily whenever we have uh, new stories that come out of VGC. It's always you and, and um, Jordan Midler uh, are the ones that come yeah. up, and then sometimes Andy Robinson. Uh, but then, yeah, <laughs> you guys, Rebecca Valentine, but there are names that are always recurring, and I think your name, Chris, is one of the names I say the most. Um, but also, I want to give you a shout-out because I have your book at home, uh, the Nintendo 64 Compendium, uh, which is basically like <laughs> an encyclopedia of every Nintendo 64 game. And is, for me, as somebody who loves the Nintendo 64, I just pick it up every now and then, I just look through, and it's fucking awesome. That's that's so damn That's cool, awesome. man. Uh, so yeah, like I was saying, this is the kind of funny games cast. Each and every week we get together to talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. Uh, if you love what we do, please support us uh, with the kind of funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get all of our shows ad free. You can watch us record them live and you get a daily exclusive show. You can get Gamescast for free with ads and without the exclusive content on YouTube and podcast services around the globe. Um, thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, but I'll tell you about that later. We got to get into it. The, the renaissance of fighting games, the golden age of fighting games, is that fair to say, is upon us. Blessing. It is. We got Street Fighter Six last year. Yep. We got Mortal Kombat 1 last year. We're starting the year off right, hopefully, with Tekken 8. I want to know, are we starting it off right? I want to start with you as the lead reviewer, kind of funny. Mm -hmm. What do you give Tekken 8 on the kind of funny scale? On the kind of funny scale, I'm going to give Tekken 8 a 5 out of 5. Wow. Which I believe on a like on a day one review for a fighting game is the first time, at least in the last year, I've given a game a five out of five. I think for me, Street Fighter Six was one where I I let off with a four out of five, and then over the year, I was like, man, okay, I would I would actually give it a five out of five if I can go back and change my score. And the Mortal Kombat one, I gave a four out of five. Tekken Eight for me, I so to give context of like where I'm at and how much I played of it, I platinum the game, um, which. <laughs> For Tekken, like Tekken typically are easier platinums, right? But that's also just how much I really enjoyed and wanted to dig into every single aspect of the game. Um, I played about the, uh, almost 20 hours or so, right? And so with all of that, I guess the place for me to start off would be the story. Uh, I think the story mode is really, really awesome. Uh, they stepped it up this time around. With Tekken 7, I had, my, I had my own critiques of like, okay, man, I don't like what they're doing with some of the narration stuff. Like, it feels like it's almost there in a lot of aspects, but didn't fully live up to what I would have wanted out of Tekken story mode. Tekken 8 feels like they've heard all the feedback. They've also looked toward other fighting games. It feels like they're taking a lot of cues from something like Mortal Kombat and giving you this 
big cinematic experience with a story that is doing justice to the characters, but also just feels bombastic and full of energy and really fun to navigate through. Um, one of the things I want to shout out is the Tekken 8 story being focused in on um, the conflict between Jin and Kazuya and like the Mishima family. Like, that's like the thing that, that all Tekken games kind of revolve around. And going into Tekken 8, I was a bit like, oh man, like I wish we can get a bit more of all the characters in here. I wish we could maybe do like chapters on like another character, or, like, you know, have it be more of a, let's explore other characters as opposed to just the Mishima family. By the time I got to the end of the story mode, I was like, you know what? I think they actually did a really great job with, you know, having the center of the story be this Jin versus Kazuya conflict, but then looping in other characters to play support in a way that didn't feel like we are all focused in on just these two. I think they do a really good job of incorporating the rest of the cast, let alone um, having uh, these mid-fight moments that turn Tekken 8's story mode from just a, all right, here's a cutscene, now fight. Here's another cutscene, now fight. They have mid-fight uh, cinematics and mid-fight slowdowns and camera changes and moments that add to the hype. It is some of the most Tim Getty shit I've ever played in my life. I can't wait. Yeah. You you sold me in already, and I, I think I'm about to be sold even more the, through the duration of this show. <laughs> yeah, and when I, was, when I was at the preview event um, about a month and a half ago, I, I remember texting you being like, yo, just think, think Mortal Kombat, like what we get out of those story modes, like Final Fantasy cutscenes. That's kind of the direction here that, here that they're taking, and I think they nail it in so many aspects. But yeah, I really, really dug the story. I dug the story so much that I went back and I watched... Um, like recaps of the rest of the Tekken game stories just to like refresh myself and re-experience a lot of that stuff which they have available in did you the do game. that before playing or did you do that after playing i did it after um i kind of wish i did it before because it gave really good context to like how we got here um i like i knew the Tekken story loosely but going back and uh in in the videos that they have in the game itself That's watching so cool. yeah which is really cool watching each of them um in order and kind of being like all right, yeah, we started here, then you had a Heihachi, and then you had this happen, and kind of given, getting the full context of where we're at with Tekken and then looking at the story. I think they did a really good job of taking the story seriously and then just continuing it and having it be a feature-looking thing. You know, that's one of the things with Mortal Kombat that I kind of go both ways on of, you know, Mortal Kombat 1 was this, we're going to go back in time and we're going to uh, recontextualize all these things you know and do the fan service and, like, you know, give you Scorpion and give you Sub-Zero, but now they're in different roles and all that stuff. Tekken 8 is very much like, hey, we're continuing the story and we're taking it seriously and, like, we're hopefully going to get you invested in this story that's already ongoing and where they land with it. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait for where they go with the next game. Uh, real quick there. Yeah. So obviously I, I played Tekken's before, like loosely, like just for fun. Like the story is something I do not know at all. Mm -hmm. You're selling me on this. I'm very excited to jump in specifically for the story mode. If they have all of the um, previous story stuff available in the game, yeah. is that like accessible from the jump? And how long is all of that? It's not that long. Um, basically, if you go into the game's gallery mode, they have just all the stuff like selectable, just movies you can watch to you know watch to get the recap. I don't remember if it was accessible from the start. I'll be surprised if it's not. Like that seems like stuff you would have accessible from the start. I don't know if um uh, uh, Chris or Mitchell uh, remember, but yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, uh, and it's not that long. Like it's probably a full maybe fifteen minutes if you awesome. watch all of them. Okay. It's also not that deep. Like it doesn't okay, go yeah. through like the entire nitty gritty of Tekken story. It, it like some games it, it very quickly moves through because not that much happens within them. Um, just you know, know that the Mish the Mishimas are a family. They like dropping each other into volcanoes 
and uh, you know stuff yeah. happens. Basically, after like that. At, at at some point in the Tekken story, each of the Mishima's win. <laughs> like that's like basically yeah. the thing. Um, but yeah, like the story I thought was really was really really cool. Uh, but then moving on from that, I want to give a, a big shout out to the arcade quest mode, which is essentially this mode where you have these they look like the xbox avatars but like these xbox avatar versions of yourself um that you make that you then go into an arcade and you are basically working your way up the ranks where um, you start off at the local arcade and then you go to other arcades and you fight other people and then you're leveling up until you get to like the tekken world tour and then you win the whole thing right it's like a very it's a it's a short mode that i think is really cool as a tutorialization they do a really good job of teaching the mechanics of this game and let me tell you the mechanics of this game what they do on top of um to level up where they were at with the previous Tekken stuff, I really like. And I'm really curious to, 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 to hear what uh, Chris and, and Mitchell have to say about it because they've added in a new system called the heat system, which is an additional meter that um, basically opens up a lot of your moveset, where it is there are certain moves that you can do to activate heat. And so like for me, I played a lot of this character Victor. If I press forward, square, and triangle at the same time with Victor, he'll like bust out a sword and it is like this big kind of hit and it activates my uh, my heat mode where that meter starts to run out. And during that time, I, I believe I do more damage, but then also I have like uh, more moves available to me. Like my moveset changes just, just a little bit. Um, but also in that time, right? Like if I, do, if I press R1, like the heat activation button, I have like a special combo that I can do. And a lot of these moves take up parts of that meter as well. And so it just changes a lot of the strategy, let alone like also when your heat is activated, uh, you're doing, you do chip damage when people are blocking, which usually isn't the case in Tekken. Um, but you do chip damage and then like parts of your opponent's health bar is like kind of, um, it's like transparent. And so they can work that health back. It, it's another additional layer to the strategy of what's going on that in my opinion, makes things a lot more complex than they were in Tekken 7, but also just a lot more over the top and like a lot more like cinematic and cool. There's so many things that are happening when you're watching a fight in this game that just feel big and just feel like, oh snap, like you are going for flair, you're going for hype here. And I think they nail in so much of that stuff. But I, I I've been having such a blast with Tekken. I'm gonna be a Tekken sicko probably for the next year or so. <laughs> I'm gonna keep playing. Um, but yeah, I want to hear what the other folks have to say. Yeah, Mitchell, did you review this for IGN? I did not review it. So uh, Ronnie Barrier is taking this review uh, at, at IGN. We have a, a rule where it, uh, if you can beat me in a fighting game, you get to review that fighting game. Ronnie can beat me in Tekken 8. So he took No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> but uh, he is he is probably better than me at Tekken. So I think he's he's well equipped for for this review. Uh, what did um, he give it? I believe he's giving it a nine. Uh, if he's not, then uh, something happened in the editing process and he either knocked it down or knocked it up. <laughs> what, what would you give it on the IGN scale? I would also probably give it a nine. Um, I think Blessing really, really hit all the, sorry, this hand. <laughs> Blessing really hit all the, the main points. Um, uh, the way I like to describe it is if you think of the Mortal Kombat story mode as like a triple-A blockbuster kind of take on fighting game story. This is like the triple A anime blockbuster oh, take yeah. on, on fighting game. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's it's just like crazy, crazy power-ups, mid mid-match transformations that take you into like a new phase of the fight that, you know, it, it, there's certain moves that you can hit and when you hit them, like the camera will like shift and you'll hear like a little a special quote that you wouldn't you wouldn't hear if you didn't use that move. Um, just a lot of really, really cool touches in the story mode. And I think it, it, it actually 
you know, it is very much like the the Netherrealm, Netherrealm style, but it's kind of a different twist on it. And some of the twists that they do, I think, are actually for the better. Um, centering the story around Jin makes it a more, like, comprehensive, I think, story, as opposed to, like, okay, now we're on the Sub-Zero chapter, now we're on the Liu Kang chapter, now we're on the Reptile chapter. Um, it's it's really nice to have that central character that you can focus on. And, you know, you you kind of... You miss that element of getting to play as a lot of the other characters early on, but it makes up for it later. There's, I don't want to spoil it, but there's a really cool moment where you get to play as like all the other characters in like you know the, in, in a way that you would expect, and you can choose which character you want to play. Um, it's just really really cool. They they mix things up really 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 well in this mode. Um, and then the arcade quest is like. What if Pokemon but Tekken? <laughs> it's like it's the entire world is all about Tekken. So you so go from like what if Pokemon arcade but to arcade. The Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. no, not really. I, I guess yeah. it's already been done. <laughs> but it's more like the Pokemon story arc. It's like you start off not knowing anything. You have like a friend who gets you into Tekken. Um, he be he ends up kind of becoming your rival, and then you go from like arcade to arcade, basically challenging like the gym leader yeah. of that. That's arcade. That's a good way to describe it, actually. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Y'all are yeah. selling me on this so hard. <laughs> I can't wait it's for you really to get cool. to it. They have like two really really good story modes, and most wow. fighting games don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> and I and again to the tutorialization of it, like I think they just do a really good job of, um, like spoon feeding you, uh, like these combos and these techniques that. Even for me as somebody who I play a lot of Tekken 7, right? Like the Tekken 7, I also platinum, but I played like, I don't know, like 80 hours at least of, of, of Tekken 7. And it it took me a while to like get to a level of comfortability where I'm understanding how every, everything works and all that. I think because there's a bit more, a little bit more complexity in Tekken 8 compared to some of the previous stuff, they do a great thing where every chapter of Arcade Quest, they're like, all right, now here, like what we're looking at right now, right? Here's heat burst, and here's how this works. All right, here's launching, and here's a combo that you can launch into. And I am already in Tekken 8 doing way more advanced combos than I think I ever did in Tekken 7 because Arcade Quest does such a great job of making it easy to understand how to do it. Dang, yeah. that's, that's very cool. Mitchell, yeah, I was you just going to say, uh, it, it, the only reason why I feel like I'm at a 9 is because I just... There, there are elements of Tekken's core gameplay that just don't resonate that well with me. I'm always going to be more of a Street Fighter fan. I'm always going to be more of a 2D fan. But if I felt the same way about Tekken as I do about Street Fighter, this would probably be a 10 for me. Just because of, like, all the different ways that it really elevates the fighting game kind of genre. Um, which, in stuff that we haven't even gotten into yet, and yeah. I'm sure we'll get into later. All right, Chris, let's get you off the bench here. BGC has a five-star scale. Are you reviewing it for BGC? Yeah, I'm in DGS. What are you um, giving it? On the, on the VGC scale, I will be giving it a five. Um, I think it is fantastic. Um, 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 I, I, I love fighting games, but um, I wouldn't call myself like an expert. I'm not like a member of the fighting game community or anything, but I've been around long enough. Like, like I was 12, 13 when the first Tekken came out and loved the PlayStation 1 Tekkens and kind of dropped, as it got more serious, I kind of dropped off a bit, but this has absolutely pulled me straight back in again. Um, it is, the story mode is nonsense in the best possible way. Um, and, and again, as, as someone who hasn't been keeping track of the last couple of games, um, 
it, it was very easy to get into the story of the new game without having. I, I didn't watch the videos beforehand, um, but um, was it was it was quite easy to 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 get a grip of what was going on and and get kind of engaged in the new storyline. So I wouldn't be concerned about that. Um, some of the stuff in story mode, but my wife was sitting um, next to me, like on the PC while I was playing on the TV, and she kept turning around saying, "What is going on?" Because she could just hear absolute nonsense going on in the background, and it, it's amazing. Some some of the some of the of the <laughs> the fact that Tekken takes itself so seriously but is so ridiculous mm. at the same time like there's moments Perfect. where like King who for those who don't know is just a guy with a big tiger mask on his head just stops at one point and everyone talks their own language um, which I thought was quite interesting everyone is like multilingual um, so someone could be speaking in French to someone speaking in German and they both completely understand what they're saying but at one point King will go rah, 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 rah. And the subtitles will say something pretty, um, pretty serious, and everyone will say, "Yeah, that's right, King." I love what they, <laughs> they did that for Panda too, and I, I was fucking dying. Where like Panda says something, and there's subtitles, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And that's everyone awesome. understands them like R two D two. They're like, "Yeah, that's right." Um, but yeah, that so that's that, that the story mode's amazing. The, the the thing is, there's actually three story modes which I love. So you've got the story mode, you've got the arcade mm. quest mode, and then every character has their own kind of five match story mode which is the thing I love the most because as far as I can remember the recent Tekkens have taken that out and the thing I loved about the original Tekkens 1, 2 and 3 uh, particularly was that every character had their own ridiculous ending kind of CG ending and some of them were just nonsense and that's come back here in a big way like uh, Law's ending without spoiling is insane um, so I'm playing through each all 32 characters have their own short uh, kind of five match arcade mode essentially where they have their own CG ending um, and some of them are just magnificent so that adds another 160 kind of single player matches like that you also have to play through to see everything so as I say as a mainly single player gamer I'm, I'm, I'm not great at multiplayer because I don't know if you guys have the same issue when you play so many different games and so many genres you, you get really good at a lot of games but never master any um, oh, FIFA yeah. aside um, so, so yeah I, I can't play like stuff like Tekken online a lot because I'll just get destroyed so i'm very much a single player fighting game fan and much like mortal kombat 1 and i suppose street fighter 6 there's so much single player stuff in here um that i'm just absolutely delighted with it the three of you just like boom 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 sold me on this so much <laughs> like chris especially what you just said that's how i feel like i am such a single player fighting game guy like i am not good at all but i love them yeah. i love the idea and i love the story modes and all that and like this really sounds special like are you surprised bless at how this all came together are you like oh no this is the natural progression of Tekken? i think it's the natural progression but it's also the thing of there are so many places where you could mess up or you could fuck it up and like i think because Tekken 7 was so good and like there's so many things where okay if they didn't nail it they almost nailed it here it's like oh we know exactly what we need to do and it feels like it's a, such a slam dunk in, in in every element like you talk about um you know being a being somebody who's a single player fighting game person or not being somebody who can like play Tekken for hundreds and hundreds of hours right and so you have like a limited skill ceiling they're speaking to those people as well because like they have the um, so we know when street fighter 6 when that came out had the modern controls and that was a big thing that was a big mm. piece of marketing that they had tekken has the same thing where they have a thing called special style that you can turn on and off with just the press of a button which is cool like mid-match if you press l1 you switch to special style and they put up like this little box that has controls where it is i believe square is your special move tr uh triangle if you 
keep hitting triangle, we'll do an air combo. Circle will do a low attack slash grab, and then X will do like a power crush. And it becomes such a simplified moveset. And uh, the other day I was playing against Jordan Midler from Video Games Chronicle, and he was playing using special style, and I'm fighting against him. And I'm like, for, for him, it's great because it's like, cool, I don't know this character, so I'm going to use special style and be able to play competently. And for me, it was great because I'm like, cool, if, if because he's playing well, I'm having fun as somebody who is using like the regular style and I'm, you know, I'm looking for a fight. I'm looking for a match. And so it was really, I think it, it's great for all parties involved in that way. And I especially love it because one of my, one of my small complaints for the Mortal Kombat 1 story mode is that whenever you switch to a new character, it's always this awkward thing of, Oh, let me press start. Let me look at the controls. Let me start to understand how this character goes. And then like two matches later on the next one, it's like, yeah. oh, all right, let me press start. Let me look at the buttons. All right. This is how this character does it in um, the story mode for Tekken. I am. I'm not a Jin player. Like I'm, I'm not really somebody who enjoys the way Jin plays in Tekken 8. I am way more into Victor. I am into Alyssa, who I've been into in like past Tekken's as well. Um, but like there's a roster of characters there where I'm like, oh, I like this person, this person, this person. Jin, I'm like, ah, oh, Jin's a little bit basic for me. Uh, but uh, as I'm playing the story mode, because the special style is there where it's like, all right, I'm playing the way I usually play. Oh man. All right. Like I, I have more of a, of a more complex op opponent here. Let me just switch on special style and just have fun. Yeah. Um, that works so well and made me appreciate and love story mode. I think even way more than if it was just, Hey, play using the regular, regular controls. Um, I think on top of that too, right? Like I think this game has such a very approachable, uh, level to it. Where Tekken, I think, has always been this game where if you mash buttons well enough, you can do combos, you can pull stuff off, right? That's me, Circle, think, Eddie Gordo. Yeah, and oh God, don't even start on Eddie Gordo. I love him, and I love that they're doing DLC with him. But yeah, like I think Tekken is, is fun that way, and I think they've maintained the fun that way. But yeah, special style, adding that has raised that even more. And then also having the heat system where it is, you press R1 to activate it, and then you press R1 uh, again, you do a cool combo automatically. And then there's the rage system where if you get low enough on your health, you press R2, you do an ultimate move. Like there's so many things that you can do as a regular player in Tekken 8 that it's just easy to comprehend and easy to get into. And you feel like you're putting in a dent. You feel like you're actually having fun with this thing. But then the skill ceiling, super high. Like I am, it, I am very impressed by how deep this thing can go when you are getting your you're wrapping your mind around the heat system and going okay i got i knocked this guy up i have <laughs> you know i knocked this guy up into the air <laughs> uh and then like he's floating and it's like okay i can go for this combo this combo um i only have like a, a, a like a limited number of moves and every character plays like a different video game like it is so deep and so complex uh and yeah no i'm absolutely having a blast with like just how far they go with making it easier for new for newcomers, but then also make it advanced for returning players. So Eddie is coming as DLC. Is Christy in the main no, roster? No, they don't have a Capoeira fighter in the main roster oh, so far. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mitchell, you, I know you love fighting games. I know you know them very well. I know you are a street fighter guy. What would you say from a fighting gameplay perspective, uh, what differentiates Tekken 8 from Street Fighter 6 and Mortal Kombat 1? Like, where do you think the three of them kind of fall in terms of the, the fighting game community? So, I mean, the big difference is that Tekken 8 is, or Tekken in general, is a 3D fighter on a 2D plane, but you can still move you know, into the background. You can move towards the foreground. Um, and that changes a lot of things. Um, I think the big thing that I had to wrap my, my head around when it came to Tekken, because I'm not really a big 3D fighting game player. I, I mostly stick to, uh, to 2D is that 
uh, to block, like you block low in 2D fighting games, you almost always block low. Um, like yeah. the only thing that can beat a low block is an overhead, pretty much. In Tekken, blocking low is like something you don't want to do very often because then you get blown up by mid attacks, and mid attacks are like the really strong attacks that lead to big combo damage. So it, there's a kind of like a wire that you have to like disconnect from your head and then put it in somewhere somewhere else in order to like really understand like how to play this game and not get blown up every time you try to make a move. Um, and then just, you know, it's it's a matter of like understanding how to do like launchers, how to continue a launcher into a tornado, how to like pick up an enemy that's on the floor and like bring him back up into the air when your combo is over. And also just like knowing what is safe and what's not. Um, and that's that's the big challenge in Tekken because the move lists, there's hundreds of moves for yeah. every character. And it's mm. just, it's overwhelming. That's one I think, you know, Tekken is, is an easy game to get into on a ground level, especially with the special style. You can just press a button and then, you know, mash triangle to do, to do a cool air combo. But if someone blocks that air combo, you're dead. <laughs> like you're just straight up dead. Um, so it's it's very easy to get into on the ground floor, but I think probably more so than many other fighting games, it's hard to really establish yourself like at a very solid fundamental level um, beyond that, you know, bare basic kind of ground level. Chris, you being more the single player, like story fighting game type of guy, uh, the story seems to be you're playing as one character or like, or so, whatever. For the majority of it, at least it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, for the majority of it, it is focused in on Jin. So you playing as Jin? Did you find yourself after that when you're playing through the other modes excited to play as other characters? And when you were doing that, did you find yourself being like, "Oh, but I want to go back to Jin though because I'm familiar with that." Not so much going back to Jin, but yeah, certainly the the story mode kind of made me interested in some of the characters, and then going through the character, the separate character stories after that was a great way, um, especially like as, as blesses with with special style on, uh, to to get a, a good sense of every other character's move set, uh, at, at least on a basic level, um, and so it's a good way to kind of get you essentially eventually play through all thirty two characters and go well. That guy was awesome. She was she was pretty cool. Not too keen on this guy, uh, but it, it's a it's a really it's a fantastic way. And because each character story is only five matches, um, you can get through them quite quickly. So within maybe five to ten hours, you can get through like a, a decent chunk of the roster and get a good idea in your head as to which kind of fighting style suit you best. Um, I I just I'm just um. I've clicked with it in a way that I haven't clicked with a fighting game for for a long time. Mortal Kombat One, except excluded, because I used to be a massive Mortal Kombat fan back in the day, um, and again lapsed and and got kind of brought back with MK One. So um, yeah, um, like Bless, I, I think this is going to be a game I'm going to be playing for quite a while. I'm going to be all oh, yeah. in in the season passes and and the new characters and stuff. I'm I'm sold. That is that is awesome. I want to take a real quick break to take a word from our sponsors. Kinda Funny turns nine years old today. We could have made it nine days without your support. That's why 2024 is all about doubling down on our shows and making it simpler than ever for you to get the most out of our content. Our revamped Kinda Funny membership is your one-stop shop for all our amazing content, which now includes on a weekly basis, the Kinda Funny podcast, In Review, the Kinda Funny games cast, PS I Love You XOXO, the Kinda Funny X cast, the brand new series Kinda Funny Game Showdown. 
five episodes of Kind of Funny Games Daily and five exclusive Greg Way vlogs. And five days of streaming fun with me and the gang here in our newly revamped streaming space. It's going to be filled with a ton of laughter and a whole lot of shenanigans. We'll see you there. That's more than 20 pieces of content a week from an 11-person independent team in San Francisco. That's a lot. And to get the most out of it, all we're asking for is $10. $10 gets you the Kind of Funny membership, and that entitles you to ad-free versions of the shows, the ability to watch the podcast live as we record them, and the exclusive access to my daily show, Greg Way. You can get your Kind of Funny membership on patreon.com slash kindoffunny or youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Yes, we are expanding our Kind of Funny membership offering to YouTube so people can take full advantage of the platform they prefer. If you want to go above and beyond the Kind of Funny membership to support us, we will still have higher Patreon tiers, albeit with some changed up perks. We just wanted to make the message as clear as possible that the $10 Kind of Funny membership is for the masses to get all the core content people love. Everything above that is very appreciated. The support means the world to us. You all are the best. But the $10 Kind of Funny membership available on both Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny and YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games is where we see the value of what we do. Kind of Funny is a dream come true and we wouldn't have it without you. We hope if you've ever enjoyed the content, you can support us for at least a month as we prepare for our biggest year ever. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to shout out uh, this thing that they've added for this game called Super Ghost Battles, which is a very interesting new feature. Um, in game, in fighting games past, they've had a thing, or then like video games past, I'd say there's been like the thing of like having ghosts, right? Where you're playing a racing game and you do a thing, and like the people race like race like you, it's like the Drivatars and the Forza and stuff. Um, in fighting games, I've had it where it's like, oh yeah, like uh, the CPU will kind of understand the way you fight, and like you, you know, over a long time, a long period of time, will uh, emulate that and have people fight it. Tekken Eight has implemented this in a way where it's like very impressive and uh basically the way it works is they're called super ghost battles where in real time they'll have um cpus doing like real-time learning of your fight style that way now you go online and uh you find other people's ghosts and you play against them so like for example i'm like uh, in the super ghost battle mode and i look up ghosts and like harada is at the top of the list it's like you can fight harada's ghost and the 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 idea of it is that that character will fight the way harada fights and what was really cool is when i went to the online lobby i was just like walking around i have have, like an arcade area similar to what street fighter does with their online 
and I come across Mitchell and Mitchell is just like sitting, he's away from keyboard. And I'm like, oh man, I want to fight Mitchell. And like, I click on his character and it's like, do you want to fight his ghost? And I'm like, yes, I'm going to do a ghost battle against Mitchell's ghost. And so I'm playing against uh, his main Azucena and I'm fighting against it. And like, he, she's do she like, she's doing this move where like she goes to the ground and does like a leg grab. Um, and I'm like, oh man, all right, let's like Mitchell fights like that. Oh damn. And then like the next day I fought Mitchell and Mitchell was doing that exact, exact same move. That's so cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh snap, like this thing actually works. Um, and like they introduced it in the arcade quest mode where you start off and you're fighting your own ghost and it is like in the middle of the match they'll start fighting the way you do and it seems really cool I want to see how it works over time right like I want to see once everybody gets their hands on this game and everybody's playing with each other the level it goes because if it if this like works as intended like to the fullest extent I think this has the potential to be really cool like the idea of watching evo or like having friends that you want to play against or train even train against right because like back in the day i used to play fighting games with, with my friends and it would beat my ass if i can go go home play against their ghost a bunch and then be like all right <laughs> let's fight and now i know them and now that's they have to cool. change up their style i think that could be really cool you brought up uh, mains do you guys have mains right now and if so who are they and like why are they your main what is it you like about them play style chris uh, as oh mitchell oh, go for it go no. for it mitch uh, okay, uh, as Blessing said, I was using uh, Azucena, um, and she's like, she's one of the new characters. She's like a Peruvian coffee fiend, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but who also trains in MMA. Um, so yeah, I, I, I thought her character design was really, really, really cool. She's got a really cool fighting style involving different stances that she can use. So she has like a forward-leaning stance that she has a couple of unique moves from. And if you try to hit her with a low or a high, she'll just automatically like get out of the way of it and she can you know punish you for it. Um, and then she's got another cool like back stance that she can do a really hard low hitting uh, attack. She just, she's got some really, really cool moves. Uh, she's fun to learn. And I think she's gonna be actually really good in the game. So, sorry, I didn't mean to jump, jump the line. No, 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 that's great. <laughs> okay. Chris, what about you? Do you have someone you're leading towards? I do like I'm awful with the names because there's so many of them. Is it Lily? The the, the oh French? yeah, Lily. The, yeah, yeah. So I've kind of like like dabbled with her a bit, and like when when they, they you can heavily customize each character. Um, so for some reason I decided to put her in a, a Celtic football shirt. Um, so like it's um, I could basically that's usually what I wear when I'm playing the game. So I think it's quite uh, appropriate. Uh, but I, just something about her fighting style, it kind of clicks with me. Um, she and also occasionally you see her having a little drink of tea, which I think is quite sophisticated. So I, I appreciate that. I appreciate like giving someone a beatdown and then also giving them a, a, a lesson in uh, manners at the same time. I quite like that. Um, but yeah, in, in in terms of that, like. Um, yeah, Lily's the one I've been I've been maining, but but like I say, I've been dabbling with quite a lot of them. So there's nobody that I've kind of um, tied my flag to right now and said this is my one, this is my characters. But but for, at the moment, Lily's leading. I do love a lot of the relationships between the different characters because Azucena and Lily have a fun like back and forth uh, because. As a Santa, all about coffee, and Lily's all about tea, and so like, oh, I love it. Yeah, and so like when they intro each other, it is like, oh, like what do you like to drink? I like tea. I like coffee. And it's like a fun little <laughs> rivalry, and they bring again, they bring a lot of this stuff into the character episodes, and all the character episodes have like 
some sort of back and forth that is specific to certain characters. And so Sorry, character episodes. What, what's that again? So that's what um, uh, uh, Chris was talking about earlier. That is, it's essentially like an arcade mode where okay. it's the five, the five matches cool. and then you get story about that character. And it's funny because they also do have like a classic arcade mode too, which is just eight fights. Um, but like they took all the endings, like all the ending ideas of what uh, you see in classic Tekken's and now they put all that stuff in the character episodes. Um, and you have like a, a bit more, I think, like story and setup there for each of them. Um, but yeah, like in all the character episodes, you have like back and forth between, yeah, Lily and, um, and Azucena and like others that I, that I really like. My main has been Victor, who is another new character for this game. He is basically, uh, I don't know if you know the character Raven. Um, Raven is like, he's been, he's been introduced in like the last few games. Um, but he's like a special agent. He, he does like ninjutsu, but he also has like a teleport, uh, maneuver, like using technology or whatever. Uh, Victor is his, I think boss essentially. Uh, yeah. And like Barrett's brought up the, the visual. Sick. These are both of them. And again, this is the character intros, which again, shout out to the character intros. Cause some of them are really sick. Um, Victor has the teleportation stuff, but he also has a sword and he has a fucking gun. Uh, <laughs> doesn't seem fair. Yeah, and it's sick as fuck. It's so, all like he's teleporting all all over the place. He is getting big hits with his sword. He is shooting people from across the stage with his gun. Um, and like, I am so curious to see what the conversation is around this character when the game comes out, and like if people consider him OP or like what is his weaknesses? Because so far, I feel fucking strong as this character. Um, and his combos are sick too. Like he has a, a stance where like he just busts out like a bunch of different moves from that stance and it totally changed like this is essentially the stance he was doing yeah um where like you you press down triangle all of a sudden like he's fucking exploding the ground and shit uh but yeah i, I love this character a lot dang that that's is, one of our big awesome. my big worries always when i'm reviewing a fighting game is obviously waiting until it gets to the actual fighting game community because they're on a totally different level of discourse from us normal people like so, so uh, like i could we could like be given this game fives and, and and nines and say yeah this is excellent but as soon as it gets to the community all it takes is one to go no wait a minute this is fucking broken and then suddenly <laughs> you're like oh sorry yeah <laughs> so like jump they, in they, 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 go go yeah. for it and yeah, they, they spot some kind of tiny kind of flaw in one character that completely breaks the whole game for yeah. them that, that we wouldn't realize. So it's like, I always get wary of, of giving a fighting game a high score because I'm just waiting for some expert who plays it 15 hours a day to call me a prick for, 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 for loving a game that he hates. So yeah. So, so jumping off of that, what we're very glowing about this. Like everyone's very, very high on Tekken 8. Are there things you're not so hot on? Especially, I think, given the context of being in the, the fighting game renaissance, Street Fighter 6, Mortal Kombat 1, I'd say Street Fighter 6, excellent multiplayer, mm -hmm. okay single player. Mortal Kombat 1, it seems uh, single player, a lot of people loved, but when it came to the actual, the like core online. fighting game online, people are like, it's, it's fine, but maybe not the height of the franchise. Where are we at with Tekken in terms of the, the, the cons and where it lies there? Ooh, that's a very good question. Mitchell, you want to go first? Uh, bizarrely, uh, me and Blessing kind of found this out yesterday. When you do a room match... You're not able to observe, like, uh, spectate the match that's currently happening. Uh, I don't know if that's, like, an oversight or if it's something that hopefully will get added later in a patch. But it's just, it's so weird because the functionality is there in the lounge. Like, there's a, there's a, we haven't even really talked about the fighting game lounge yet. But there's, like, the a huge, almost, like, Street Fighter Six esque battle hub where you can roam around an arcade. You can pull up on a cabinet. You can go play uh, Tekken Ball, which is like a volleyball mini game. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about Tekken Ball. <laughs> um, it's it's really really cool. You can you know customize your avatar. Everyone looks really cool. There's a bunch of emotes, um, and you can spectate people in that lounge. 
but you cannot do it in the room match, which mm. is is kind of wild because if you want to play, you know, with a lobby of eight people, you know, it seems like either the eight people have to just sit there and wait for their turn, or they have to start up a different match in one of the different like channels, basically in the room. Yeah, it's bizarre because it is like I think so far the biggest oversight that I've seen. Where, yeah, like Mitchell Mitchell nails it. Like you're if you're playing um, a fighting game with a group like the dream scenario is yeah like everybody come through we'll all spectate the matches and then once it's your turn all right you're up let's come through the fact that uh like yesterday we were doing a room and there was four of us and yeah i invite um uh, mitchell to come through and i forget who the fourth person was it might, might have been it was chaz it was, oh, it was chaz yeah it was chaz yeah. came through and i'm expecting them to just like hop in and just watch his play until it's mitchell's turn and then it, like i saw them in the discord talking like yeah we can't spectate all right, I guess we'll go over here so and fight weird. over here. So that's such a weird thing that I feel like they have to patch. They're going to fix it, right? That has yeah. to be fixed because the functionality for spectating is there in a different mode. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think that's something that, that, that's going to get fixed. But overall, to, to your question, Tim, of like, yeah, and like the fighting game pantheon that's been set in the last year between Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat 1 and like uh, sneaking Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising in there. Like Tekken 8, I think, does so much right that... I'm actually like I for me I I might put it at the top for me I think it's gonna go it's gonna be very much person by person like obviously Mitchell talks about how Mitchell's more of a Street Fighter person right so Street Fighter is probably gonna be it for for Mitchell and Street Fighter I Street Fighter I still at this point still I guess kind of is it for me I just got to get sixty hours into Tekken before yeah. I'm able to be like yo. But so and that's far, coming from someone that Street Fighter used to be your bottom. Yeah, Street Fighter was not my thing. Like go, um, I think. You know, my thing was Mortal Kombat. My thing was Tekken, right? And Soul Calibur and stuff. Um, but with that, I think Tekken 8, first blush, is doing everything right. Multiple single-player modes. We talked about three different single-player modes that are all great. Um, the fighting, the combat seems great. Like, I think the only thing that, that could hold it back is when it comes out, if people start to find multiple things that are broken. Where it is, oh, yeah, this character's OP. Oh, yeah, this character has a move that you can abuse. Oh, yeah, this... Like, once that starts happening, then I think it becomes a bigger conversation of, okay, what's going on here? But as of now, where it is, yeah, like I've played quite a bit. I've played quite a bit of the characters that I like. I've fought quite a bit of online against Mitchell and, and uh, a few other people. It seems really solid across the board. Uh, the spectacle, the um, level of presentation to it. That's another thing that I think Tekken 8 just nails. Uh, uh, again, the cinematics look gorgeous. And yeah, like I don't, I, there's not much I can knock on it that is that obvious. So I want to go around to everyone. Who is this game for, and who is this game not for? Hmm. Who wants to start? I'm Go joking. for it, Chris. This game is for fans of Tekken 3 who maybe lapsed fans of the series and are looking for a way back in. You sold me um, even more! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure who it's not for. Um, I think... Um, as as was being said earlier, it's the kind of game that's easy to kind of learn, but then you meet a, you hit a wall pretty early on if you want to become a pro. It's not like something like Dead or Alive where you can look pretty shit hot at that game, like regardless of your skill level, because there's so few moves in it, or relatively speaking, compared to the others. Um, it, it, I really struggle to think of anyone really though who would bounce off of Tekken Eight and and really hate it. Um, you'll get you'll get people who think, well, I like it, but I, pref I prefer. Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat and you'll get people who love it and think it's the best but I think you'll struggle to find a lot of people who play Tekken 8 and say this is dog shit 
Um, it's such a high level with everything. I think it might be the best looking fighting game, but between that and Mortal Kombat One, like visually, yeah. the, the blemishes yeah. just in the in the skin when you see close ups and during story mode, but also during actual uh, fights when when you you get kind of close ups between matches. Um, you, the amount of detail is is ridiculous. Especially I played a bit of Tekken Seven before jumping onto it, and it's it's chalk and cheese. The difference is is crazy. Um, it's just it, it, I I would struggle to find someone who who hates it. it, it you, the base level I think is this is decent. It's chalk and cheese. Is that what you said? Sorry, is that is that a British? Is that a British? That's oh, that's for sure. But that is awesome. Bro. <laughs> it is very. Right, we get it. We get it. But damn, that is. I we gotta that. add that. We yeah, gotta add chalk that. To... <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna say that to Greg. He's gonna look me crazy. It yeah. It'd be. I think the to the who's it not for like. I think the the thing that comes to mind is Mortal Kombat and how Mortal Kombat does such a good job of getting people in who otherwise would never touch a fighting game, right? Like Barrett, you played the Mortal Kombat one story, right? I did. Yeah, and like you enjoyed it. You had a great time. I had a great time. Yeah, and that's because like Mortal Kombat one has this story that is again like does great with the cinematic stuff, but then also is goofy and fun. It is like it's a blockbuster. It's like watching a Marvel movie. It's like watching like you know this fun action flick that it feels like anybody can get into. I don't know if Tekken eight quite has that like i don't know I, like part of me would want to recommend it to barrett because no bennett barrett likes anime barrett likes yeah like, I'm, I'm a huge fucking dork so yeah, yeah you're a huge I'd fucking dork into it but also i think the side of you that liked mortal kombat story i don't know if that's the same side that but, would uh, like yeah Tekken i don't I, it, mortal kombat one definitely felt like dumb popcorn summer blockbuster thing but if like you're talking about like if tekken 8 is anime as hell like that's a that's yeah. scratching a different part of my brain, so that's a good point to bring up. Of like, if people don't have that goblin mode uh, anime part of their brain, the goblin gene, yeah, like they the might not gene. have that. They, <laughs> might not, they might not be as into it. Yeah, and so that's the thing is, yeah, I think for the the nerds and weebs like us out there, um, you know, I think for sure there there's an avenue for you to get into the story. Uh, but yeah, it is missing that like pulp act. Not, and missing is the wrong word because I don't think it needs it. But for pe for if you're somebody who really liked Mortal Kombat story, I don't know if that means you're gonna like. Tekken story. I think that's the only thing that I would say for people who might not be as into it. Other than that, like if you like fighting games, if you like Tekken, if you like action games, if you if you look at this and you're like, oh, this looks cool, I think it's for you. Like I, I would recommend it to, to anybody. I think, yeah, like uh, Chris said, I think the 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 worst you you're gonna come out of this game with is like, oh yeah, that's fine. That's a cool time. But like I think you'll still be like, yeah, it looked really cool. <laughs> the cutscenes were fun, and yeah, like it, it, it's a fun. Um, you know, a little bit emotional, a little bit dumb story that is fun to play through. And let me ask you then, uh, time-wise, mm -hmm. how long is the the campaign? The so the story mode, uh, probably like four, four? Or five hours. Yeah, four or five yeah. hours feels about right. I've not finished all the character episodes, but yeah, like Chris was mentioning, like what there's yeah thirty something characters. That's not thirty two. Yeah, thirty two characters, and yeah, it's five fights each. So do the math. Um, and then Arcade Quest, probably another four or five hours. That's the same. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, the I platinum also, I, love, I love, Go for I it. also love how earnest Arcade Quest is, even though you're literally just going through arcades. There's like one guy and it, it was just like a few fights in says, I can't believe when we first met, we were just, I was just looking for a guy to fit to play Tekken with. And now look at this journey where I'm like, mate, I've played like six matches. <laughs> He's like, we're not that far into this thing. I was shocked so when it was wrapping up because I was like, there fe it feels like there should be like a lot more story to this, but they're like, yeah, you're now you're in the Tekken World Tour. And I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, cool. I guess, I guess we're wrapping up here. I also love, I'm, I'm curious 
curious to see what the what the kind of fighting game community um, re reaction will be to that mode because a lot of the kind of underlying messaging seems to be don't take this game so seriously. Yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing. It's, just, it's like it's like the you know fun arcade culture of back in the day versus like the hardcore fighting game go to Evo culture, and they are like. Yeah, like you, you have like the evil people uh, come through and they're like, yeah, we're fucking badasses. And it's and the, like, yeah, the kind of lesson of the game is like, no, man, have fun. <laughs> like, that's the whole vibe of it. And it's it's great. It's awesome. Wow. wow. It's the Smash Brothers brawl of the tech. Whoa, no, I no, <laughs> but yeah, Mitchell, sorry. Sorry. I think you're going to ask about like platinum. Oh, yeah, yeah. The platinum. Like uh, it, what? Without getting into the nitty gritty, like. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it was an easy, fun platinum. Yeah, it's an easy, fun platinum. The previous Tekken games have also had like pretty straightforward platinums, but it is, it's the kind of platinum where it is try everything. Okay. And so go in, uh, do five character episodes, or I think yeah, I think it's five and then ten maybe. But you finish the story mode, uh, get a certain amount of big hits in Tekken Ball. Like it's very much geared toward try like try everything. You don't need to complete every single thing. Um, and yeah, I think it'll probably run the average person if you're going for directly for it, which I did maybe 16 hours. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. One thing I do want to add to, which is really cool. They have this thing where you can go and watch your replays, but you can, um, in the middle of it, get tips on what you could have done better in that fight. And even pause, Whoa. you can pause the replay and take control of a character and keep playing the fight in the from the replay. It's That's fucking awesome. sick. <laughs> like I like it's, it, things that I didn't know were possible. Honestly, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like in the middle of watching a replay, and they're like, yeah, do you want to pick it up? I'm like, yes, and I start playing, and yeah, the 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 other player, quote unquote, other player is playing like doing the same moves and stuff. But it is just a way for me to 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 go. All right, what's the lesson I need to learn here? How do I respond to this move that they're doing? Okay, this is the thing that would have worked in this scenario, and yeah, it's really cool. That's that's really cool. Mitchell, who is this for? Who is it not for? So uh, I wanted to touch upon what Blessing said because I think that's really important. I think that, you know, obviously everything that we said so far is, is, who, is who it's for and who it's not for. I think a unique person who would also be into this game is someone who has tried getting into tech in the past and then got frustrated at, like, not being able to overcome, like, a plateau that they, they hit. Like, if you do did not know how to improve in Tekken, Tekken 8's got you. Like, the, the, yeah. the training and the improvement tools that this game adds are honestly, like, genre-advancing. Hmm. Um, every, every game, it, in an ideal world, every fighting game in the future will have a super ghost mode, will yeah. have a training mode where... Do you get hit by something? They will tell you, hey, you know, you could have blocked this and punished it. Uh, yep. And then you could, you know, press a button and then they'll put you in the training mode where you practice ducking it and punishing it. Um, you know, it, it will tell you if the combo that you use is you could have gotten more damage with a different combo. So, like, if you hit a launcher, it'll be like, hey, you know, you could have gotten more damage if you did this combo. And then you mm. press a button and you can practice that combo. It's it's insane. <laughs> um, so I think if you are a person like me, actually, who tried to get into Tekken before, you know, went online, got your, your butt kicked for like hours and then, you know, put the game down because you got frustrated. Try Tekken 8 and I think you'll probably be able to find a way to improve. Very, very And have very more fun cool. with it. Like All right. That. Final words here. Chris, where are you at? 
Um, yeah, I, I I can see myself continuing to play this for for some time, which I don't often do with games I review because you know what it's like. You play you play a game and then as soon as you're finished with it, the next one appears and the next one appears and it's just kind of an ongoing thing. Uh, but uh, Tekken uh, Tekken Eight is one of those kind of rare ones that I'm going to kind of put aside and keep coming back to because it's it's kind of it's sunk its claws in. Um, and also I would also like to point out that. For those still confused by chalk and cheese, I think apples and oranges would be inappropriate. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, because I was confused. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell, final words? Um, I, I think Tekken 8 is just a phenomenal game. I think it, it like Street Fighter 6, is moving fighting games forward. Um, and... The downside of being in this fighting game renaissance is that now there's too many fighting games to play. Yeah. And I just don't know how I'm going to find the time to keep up with Guilty Gear Strive, Street Fighter 6, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising, and Tekken 8. And also Under Night in Birth 2 comes out this month, which is just it's, wild. It's just crazy. There's too much stuff to play, you guys. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Bless. Like, dude, us out here. Like, based on what Mitchell's saying, right? Like, if somehow Project L makes it in before the end of the year, the Game of the Year Best Fighting Game nomination is going to be the best of all time, right? Because yeah. then you're talking about, yeah, Grand Blue, you're talking about uh, Tekken, you're talking about probably Under Night, and then you're talking about probably Project L, um, which is such a solid lineup for um, for a year, and coming off of, like, another banger year for fighting games when you look at, when you look at last year. One thing I'm happy about, because I, I had no idea where Mitchell actually stood on Tekken 8, because uh, Mitchell, I know, like, I know Mitchell from playing uh, Guilty Gear Strive with him, and playing Street Fighter, and playing these 2D fighters where Mitchell beats my ass and I remember he I remember hearing before I we probably talked about it where Mitchell's like yeah I'm more of a 2D fighting game person like Tekken I'm not as, as as strong at and so hearing Mitchell talk about it and hearing Mitchell be like oh yeah no I fucking love it and like hearing the, glo the, the glowing thing about it makes me happy because I'm like oh let's fucking go Tekken you guys traded Tekken, yeah we <laughs> traded yeah I'm like dude I'm in a Street Fighter now uh, Mitchell's super into Tekken and yeah like I'm hoping that that is a signifier that Tekken might be able to take over the world and more people get into it and so um yeah I love this game for me this review i'm like kind of the i'm in the same boat as chris but also in the opposite mindset of like this is just the beginning for me like this review is like setting the table i am gonna play so much of this game after this review i can't wait for this game to get out into people's hands so i can play more ranked and fucking like just have have a blast with it and learn learn more characters and so my my uh biggest desire is that like the uh, dlc characters are bangers that's the thing that i can't wait to see i hope we um you know i hope eddie controls great but also like yeah, I hope whoever they decide to follow up uh, up with next is are uh, are exciting because there's so many different people you can choose from for uh, for a Tekken. Um, and so yeah, we'll see. Mitchell, question question for blessing: Are you yeah. gonna compete at Evo for it? Am I gonna compete at Evo? Oh, I plan <laughs> to go it, to Evo. Do it, do it. Mark me down as a strong maybe. Oh, <laughs> oh. Mark me down. All, right, all right, I'll take a maybe. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's I'll fucking go. Let's fucking let's do it. Let's do it. Mitchell, where cool can buddy. people let's find go. you? You can find me on Twitter at Jurassic Rabbit and on IGN.com. Uh, I am currently working on a bunch of guides, uh, a lot of stuff I can't talk about. I'm also doing uh, Dragon Song with two IGN first right now, so make sure to check out that content if you haven't already. I, I cut you off a little there. Are you competing in Evo? Uh, I usually do, uh, but uh, we'll see. I I'm definitely going to try to compete in Street Fighter maybe Guilty Gear, and if, if Blessing does Tekken, I will, I will join him in Tekken. Oh, then I'm doing Tekken. <laughs> then I'm doing Tekken. Chris, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Scully1888 or on VGC Video Games Chronicle. Or if they go on Amazon and search my name, they'll find far too many books about video games. Yeah, go there, support everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for hanging out and watching us. Uh, and until next time, 
been a pleasure to serve you.